I'm Danita, and I'm here to question the other side of life with you, to show how exploring the shadow can be painful, but also sexy. We ask our listeners to unravel parts of themselves they try to hide, and this can be scary, and also bring moments of revelation and elation. In the next 15 to 20 minutes, we are going to question and move through fear and some avant-garde ideas that might make you feel rage, grief, sadness, and also joy. I'm going to share insights and personal experiences about how I've been embracing the dark so I can live in my light. Welcome to the other side. Hi, Jen. Hi, Danita. How much do you like being alone? I love being alone. I think it is the best. Actually, I just went on my first date after two years of not going on dates. But then I also thought being with someone isn't the worst thing. Now I'm on the fence. What about you? You like to be alone. I love spending time alone. A weird amount. So it was just my birthday. Happy birthday. Happy belated. Thank you. It was my birthday two weeks ago. I woke up in the morning and it was like, okay, this is a story. We were camping in Oregon along the coast and the kids, it was October and the kids and us went down there for the month to camp. Love it. And we went with some friends and we ended up the night before my birthday camping on the side of the road, like kind of in a parking lot. (laughs) You don't normally do that, I don't think. Not normally, but that's just where we were. And it was like in the mountains, so dark. No one wanted to drive anymore because we just went for dinner at a little lodge. We camped on the side of the road. I woke up the next morning and I could be like, well, I can either spend my 42nd birthday morning like watching people come to work while we camp in a parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Or I can go for a hike. There was like a waterfall and it was about an hour and 45 minutes hiking. Wow. I woke up early and took the dog, Dolly Parton. Love Dolly. I wanted to go by myself. And I was just like. It's your birthday. Um, I would have been happy if someone came with me for sure. It ended up that it was a three hour hike and it was just me and Dolly. And it was amazing. I love being alone. I like listen to music. I sang in the woods. I was like chanting. And then I hiked into this waterfall and you could walk behind the waterfall. So actually. Oh, Wow like sit behind the waterfall and watch it come over the edge. It was super cool. That's amazing. Yeah, it was awesome. As I was sitting there, I'm like, I truly love being alone. And I can say that there was points in my life that there's lots of times that I've traveled by myself, like all the time, actually, for years, like 20 years I've traveled by myself. It became, even within the past four years, how much I truly love that alone time. Like I crave it, I need it, I want it. But it's because also now... Like there's less anxiety with it of traveling alone now than there was when I was younger. I think it's truly because I like myself more. Like I really like myself. I like my own company. You've also sent me some phenomenally creative and thoughtful ideas via voice note when you're alone, right? So you're walking about alone, uh, traveling alone. I think that's why we are such good pals is because we both enjoy being alone. We know what that feels like. And there is a strength in being alone. And I would agree with you. I do like myself as well. I'm really happy with my own company in any situation. To tap into that, like for me, that's when creativity happens, right? Like I cannot find my creativity unless I'm truly spending hours alone. To think, to really get into. However, 
being alone and liking being alone is part of the reason why we do like these self healing journeys also, because if you are able to be comfortable with that aloneness, then you can really take it to the next level. Well, exactly. And I mean, that's kind of leaning into what we're going to talk about today is how lonely it is when you're going through life transformations. Like it truly is a lonely place to be. And unless you're super comfortable being alone, things like feeling rejected, embarrassed, humiliated when you're making these changes really comes to the forefront. And so you have to be comfortable being alone. If you go through a major transformation and have some meaningful experiences happen in your life and that shift your values and your beliefs and your priorities, things in your life are going to change. Even just something like your social circle. You realize some people that you surrounded yourself with before this may not be the same people you want to surround yourself with after this experience. Sometimes it's you may not want to, so you're consciously making the choice. But sometimes it's because life takes you in a different direction. Oh, yeah. It's not even intentional a lot of the times. Right. Then there's things. So this is where like when you have these meaningful experiences and you want to do these big changes, a lot of times people get blocked. They've done the work. They know what they want to do. They're like ready to push through. And then that fear of not belonging, being abandoned, or like the fear of being rejected in the new circle, it stops you. If you love your friends dearly and then are offered a job somewhere else, that's just a life change that happens, a transformation, you might not move. Mm -mm. That's not a bad thing. That could be a choice, right? Like I'm choosing to stay with this circle of friends in this community because I love them and I adore them and I don't want to make that move. But there could be things like you get married and life changes. Yeah. And then your social circle changes. And it can be a shift because, you you know, you're no longer partying as much as you were or like if you're 20 and, you know, you're doing that stuff or 35 or whatever age you are. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, or 60, who, who's to say? Who's to say? The biggest one for me is what's stopping you from making that transformation? Would it be the extreme fear of being alone? It can be. Could be a number of things. It can be like vulnerability. You're having to be vulnerable can be shame or embarrassment. So something that could be embarrassing, like what happens if you have some sort of transcendent experience or some sort of mystical experience and you now all of a sudden feel closer to nature or to a higher power or something. And then, you know, like the people that you normally spend time with haven't had that same experience and can no longer relate to that. You might not want to share that with people. And then it's almost like, by not sharing, you're not able to fully step into that part of you. That's where it becomes into like, are you embarrassed to share these new beliefs and new values that you have and new priorities? Some of the big things in life that we can just talk about that are like, okay, these big life transformations that happen, that, like natural ones that happen are like, you change your career, you become educated, you get married, you have kids, you get divorced, your health or your well-being, like something shifts there. You become like really creative. Whereas like maybe you were super type A and now you're super creative. You know, like there's that shift and that change that happens. At every single one of those instances, it's a transformation and there is the moment and the potential for loneliness. How many moms do you hear that are like, I've had a kid and now I'm so lonely? So many. Like everyone I know. Or you do often find that when people just get married, they think they have their partner forever and they are lonely within their marriage. 
because all of a sudden like expectations change, priorities change. And then like what you were doing before is no longer what you're doing now. Yes. And you don't know how to live in that. Is there a cure for the feeling of loneliness, Danita? I'm not going to say that there's a cure, but first recognize I am lonely. Well, why are you lonely? Is it because your life has changed and you haven't adapted into a new one? Have you changed your values and beliefs? Or has just life changed? What is it? Like what's creating the loneliness? Has your social circle changed? Are you connected to community? Like those are the things that are, I would say, the cure, like connection to community. Good questions to ask. Yeah, like to ask yourself. And then also like, do you like yourself in that moment? Are you liking yourself? Are you being true to who you are? When we can make meaning of that loneliness, that is when we have the opportunity for growth and change. Boom. Boom. Let's make meaning of it. We can all sit around and be like, I'm lonely. I moved to Kelowna a couple years ago. We knew no one. I still feel moments of, should I move back to Alberta? Because it's like my community's there. My friends are there. I had a life there. It takes time. Like I'm like, okay, I was there for you know, 10 years. So I have 10 years worth of relationships that are there. And I have two years of relationships here. Mm -hmm. The expectation that like I'm not going to be lonely is kind of misguided. Makes perfect sense. Now it's up to me to be like, okay, I need to create community, like being alone, like continue to enjoy being alone by myself, join groups or whatever it is that I want to do, be involved in my kid's school, whatever it is that's going to give me this sense of like purpose. Then the other one is, how come I'm really feeling alone right now? Like, am I feeling abandoned a little bit? Do I feel a little bit rejected? Am I vulnerable? And I think the biggest one is, is like, I'm vulnerable to this new situation. So when like my vulnerability becomes triggered, then I feel lonelier. Make sense? Oh, it makes perfect sense. I was thinking of different experiences or circumstances throughout the course of my life where loneliness popped up. And if you asked myself those same questions, it's exactly what would have come up. Am I rejected by this new job and community? Am I feeling vulnerable? Am I? These things oftentimes show through exactly as you said them. Yeah. And it's like that feeling of belonging. Like you want to belong before you've even belonged. <laughs> right. You want to just arrive and be like, I'm here, everybody. I'm here. Everyone should love me. Yeah. I want the same. Exactly. Yeah. But your point about making 10 years of relationships, right? And curating those relationships over the course of 10 years is of course going to be different than when you just step into a new city after two years. Totally. And then how do I feel? And what's the root of these feelings? Loneliness comes and goes. I have felt it multiple times throughout the course of my life and I will feel it again in different environments and situations. So that's the loneliness itself isn't, I don't think a problem. It's just how you deal with that. I think it's how you feel in the, that instance. One, do you give yourself time to feel lonely? Like, I mean, if you need to throw yourself a little pity party, do it. <laughs> you get to invite yourself to the party. So at least party for one. <laughs> it's you, yourself, and I. Exactly. <laughs> it's the best party to have. But it is like, can you go outside when you're having that party and sit by a tree and then feel really connected to nature and feel really good about yourself after that? Just reminding yourself, I think you said it also, of you know what brings you joy or finding your purpose of your new environment and connecting with whatever that is. Totally. 
when you're feeling that pang of loneliness is to look inward. I'm big on the inner work. You know it. Yes. But like really look inward. Ask yourself some questions. How come you're feeling this way? What can you do about it? And then also, you know, I love the inner child as well. Yeah. Connect to that person. Yeah. Within you that can really just help you through that moment. The young you. The young you. Can help the current you. And then there's two of you. And now you're not alone. Whoa, that's a whole other topic entirely, Jen, because you just nailed something huge that happened for me within the past, I would say like three years. We're going to have to talk about it in another episode. It's about the fear and loneliness of dying and death and how I was terrified of dying alone. And then when I met and really connected to my inner child again, I realized that I won't be alone. You have me on now like pins and needles. So yes, please. Another day, another time. Thank you, Danita. Have a good one, Jen. Thank you all for listening. I appreciate you. And you know who else we appreciate? Oh, yeah. Big time is our phenomenal editor, Rod. Rod, you do such an amazing job capturing our voices and our ideas. Without you, this podcast is not possible. We appreciate you deeply. Thank you, Rod. Thanks, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible explore the other side of life, to find awareness in their truth and learn to love where they are at and discover where they can go. So if you found support and guidance in any way today, I would love to hear from you. The best way is to simply share your love by leaving me a comment on whatever platform you are tuning in from. I will be reading every single one of them. Or you can connect with me on YouTube, where I share healing sound meditations. And you can always learn more about me, my services, and what it is I do at www.gypsyheart.ca. That's www.gypsyheart.ca. I can't wait to connect again soon.